Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, we're going to talk about what you should do if your dream company isn't hiring right now. So this is the case for many people's dream companies at the moment. As we talked about in the last episode, we have seen tons of layoffs and tons of hiring freezes across some of the most highly sought after companies in the world. And that leaves you with the question of what should you do? How do you approach the job search when your target isn't hiring right now? And the good news is there is still plenty that you can do to get proactive about this. But we also want to begin chasing opportunities that are readily available to us. So we're going to break all of this down in this podcast episode. My hope is that you're going to walk away with a clear plan of exactly what you should be doing. So whenever we work with somebody on a career coaching basis, our recommendation is to come up with a list of around 15 target companies. And the way that they break this list out is important. So we tend to suggest having roughly three dream companies somewhere in that ballpark. So it's a smaller percentage of your total list. Then in the middle, which makes it the bulk of the companies that you're going to be targeting, we tend to recommend having stepping stone companies. So these are companies that meet all of the criteria that you've laid out and you've thought through and reflected on using the tactics that we talked about in the last episode. But they may be just a little bit easier to get into because they're not quite as competitive. You know, we've seen numbers like 50,000 resumes a week for Google and similar numbers for other companies of the same caliber. And these companies may be smaller startups, early stage startups, you know, late stage startups or other companies that may be doing super, super well, but just don't quite have the recognition and the competition that a FANG company or an F500 might have. But these companies are allowing you to get the experience to get into those dream companies, to get into those stretch companies. So they're still well worth investing in, but they're just gonna be an additional step in your career progression without sacrificing anything from a growth values or salary standpoint. And then last but not least, we have what I call sandbox companies, which are just a couple of companies, usually two to three, that are in our target industry, but that we aren't necessarily as invested in just because we wanna have a sandbox to test our strategies in in a low stakes environment. So we can try out different things, we can fail, and we can do all that without fearing of losing a job offer or being rejected because we weren't that into them in the first place. So that is our list right here. And the reason that I bring that up is to preface what we're going to do moving forward, knowing that our target companies, our dream companies, those top three companies are not hiring right now. So the first thing that we need to understand here is that we're going to keep those target companies on our list. We're going to keep those, quote, dream companies, those stretch companies on our list, even though they're not hiring right now. And the reason that we're doing that is because these companies are going to hire in the future. They are great companies. They are going to continue to grow. They are not going anywhere anytime soon. They just have a pause on hiring right now. So what we want to do is position ourselves to be the first one in the door when that hiring freeze is lifted. And the way that we're going to do that is by proactively building relationships with folks at these companies. Now, the beautiful part about this situation is that because there's a hiring freeze, the pressure of getting that referral, getting in the door for that interview as quickly as you can is removed. And that tends to help a lot of people take a bit of a longer approach to the relationship building game. 
we can start to really add value and stack value over weeks and over months so that we are building up a ton of what's called social debt in the psychology space, where we're basically building up the maximum amount of reciprocity with these relationships so that when that hiring freeze is lifted, you already know somebody who can refer you in, but not only can they refer you in, they will be excited to refer you in because you have a rapport, you have a relationship, and you've added a lot of value to them. So that's basically what we're going to do. For each of those dream companies that's not hiring right now, you're going to go make a list of 10 to 15 contacts. And these are going to be people who can influence your ability to get hired, who can influence the hiring decision for the role that you want. You're going to make that list, and then you're going to start reaching out to them and building a relationship while playing the long game. So I have a lot of content on how to build relationships the right way, but the long and short of it is basically we should always aim to add value to the other person and to make it about the other person up front, and we should only ask for something when we really, really need it. So that's exactly what we're going to do here. We're going to research these people. We're going to understand what they care about, what goals they have, what challenges they're facing, all these things. And then we're going to come up with a plan to reach out to them, to make the outreach about them, to focus it on them, to try to add value to them. And then we're going to play the long game. We're going to build that relationship over time. And what's going to happen here is as soon as that hiring freeze is over, hopefully you have relationships with a couple of people at each of these dream companies who can refer you right in. So that's the work that you're going to do with those dream companies that aren't hiring right now. But at the same time, we need to be sourcing opportunities that are readily available. And I hope that if you listen to the last episode, that clarity around the criteria that you should be focused on for defining a dream company for yourself, I hope that if you've gone through that exercise, you're going to find that there are a ton more opportunities than you thought might have been out there, simply because when we think of dream company, we haven't done that work before. And so we look for what society treats as a dream company. So these fan companies, these F500 companies, these companies that are in the news all the time, those end up becoming our quote dream companies because everybody else views them as a dream company. But in reality, dream companies are companies that align with our values and pay us what we're worth and give us a space to grow and challenge us and allow us to work with great people. And you can find that at so many different companies that aren't FANGs and aren't F500s. So what we're going to do now is go out and source companies that check all the boxes for our criteria and our values, but who are hiring right now. And those are going to be our stepping stone companies. We're going to work to do the same thing build out a list of 10 to 15 contacts, start networking with people there, build relationships and try to get in the door because we don't know when these dream companies are gonna lift that hiring freeze. And if we hold out hope, we could be waiting a very long time. We just don't know how long it's gonna be. So rather than wait and chance that this company is gonna lift the hiring freeze in the shorter term versus the longer term, the best thing for us to do if we're looking to make a transition is to jump into another role that pays us more than we're making now, pays us what we're worth, that allows us to do more of the work that we wanna do, that allows us to build more of the experience that we're gonna need in order to take the next step in the role after the next one. And that is what you should be focused on with these stepping stone companies. So again, these should be the bulk of the companies on your 15 company list. They should make up about nine to 10 of them total. And these companies are going to have those immediately available opportunities. And then, of course, we have the sandbox companies that are still around for you to mess with. But basically what we're doing here is that we're saying, hey, these companies, these three companies are my dream companies. They're not hiring right now, but I still really want to go after them. And if I were to get a job down the road, I would say yes to that immediately. I'd be so excited. So I'm going to keep them in the mix because I care to work there so much. These are my dream companies. I'm going to do the work. I'm going to build relationships. I'm going to do all that proactively for when the hiring freeze is lifted and they begin opening roles again. 
But in the meantime, I want to maximize my earnings. I want to maximize the experience I get. I want to maximize my experience day to day at my job. And so I'm going to build out my list of criteria. I'm going to go find other companies that fit those criteria, stepping stone companies who have open roles right now. And I'm going to go chase down those opportunities as well. So worst case, I get a job that pays me more, that aligns with my values, that allows me to grow and build the experience I need to then get into my dream company when they begin to open hiring again. So that should be your approach here. And basically to sum this up, we are still gonna chase a small select group of dream companies because it's worth our time to do that because they are dream companies. But at the same time, we're gonna invest in companies that have open roles right now that still check the criteria for what we're looking for in a target company. If you do that, you're gonna maximize your gains both in the short term and in the long term. And you're gonna set yourself up for success, not just in this job search, but in every future job search that you go on. That's it for today. Thank you as always for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. 